you ever gone like midnight bowling? Um, not literally midnight bowling. Yeah, like, late at night. Yeah. Yeah, but fun. when it's just like a bunch of fun music, people just jamming. Yeah, drinking. people just out there like hanging out. There's some, some strobe beer. lights and black lights yeah. for some reason. <laughs> I don't know why you would ever want to see what a black light would produce in a bowling alley, but they always have them for some people reason. People aren't fucking coming into the bowling shoes right now. Like, what What do you mean? <laughs> like, what, like, what you wouldn't want to see, it's like a Come family the friendly body place. fluid that shows up under a black light. I know that, but what, what fluids are you expecting to see? I wouldn't be that shocked to see blood and spit. Or, yeah, to see blood and spit. Okay. Also, I fully believe someone has yeah, ejaculated I, into okay. Yeah, you're right, you got me there. Um, probably an employee. Like, on the spectrum of Beatles covers, this is, like, toppity-top, her singing yeah. this. And then the bottom so is Imagine, sung by those celebrities during COVID. <laughs> yes. Why? First of all. They're like, listen, you know what? I have you so many. We are, I could do an entire so episode much, just on that. <laughs> we have so much money. We're safe. We're going to be vaccinated far before everyone else. We just made a sequel to a Wonder Woman movie. Everyone is dying and sick. You know what will heal the nation? A song sung from rich people. Also, sung sung by the most random group of rich people, very few of whom are singers, which is evident in the video. And also, I still have a problem with Gal Gadot, or Gal Gadot, introducing the song as if no one's heard of Imagine. (laughs) She's like, and it goes a little something like this. (laughs) (laughs) Like, yeah, we all know Imagine, gal. Like, <laughs> anyway. Um, so, yeah, Carol Wood. I think it's very telling that they used um, the song She's So Heavy and the imagery of them, like, not just carrying, but, like, marching Lady Liberty yeah. into Vietnam. Because, uh, one, that's what America was trying to do. Um but I think the the lyrics of She's So Heavy that they use here, combined with that imagery, like, really presses the idea of, like, freedom, specifically the type of, of freedom that America tries to perpetuate or, like, tries to embody um, is, is a heavy torch to carry. And, like, we see them kind of, like, like in this way, sort of, illustrating the way that like we are kind of pushing our ideals onto these other countries and how heavy that burden is to to like for all of these troops for all of these boys that are being sent away from their homes that are being sent literally to die um for this like torch of lady liberty that they are carrying into this country and i just thought that like the like here that combination of like visual imagery and song choice was just so beautifully done yeah it was yeah that's like definitely one of the best parts of this movie is just this like yeah visual interpretation of like all these like different feelings like in an era is just so well done 
because so because in the 60s like so much shit happened in the 60s like jfk died martin luther king jr died civil rights movement happened like the detroit riots the vietnam war there's a lot especially for a for a movie that has a political backdrop right but is trying to tell a romance story it's there's a lot that they could put in yeah which i think is really cool because i mean the beatles have always been singing about love and been so openly and aggressively in a good way anti-war yeah that it makes sense that like let's look at the material what do we have to work with what do these songs mean what are they influenced by and it's like a bunch of different things but like the backdrop of anti-war anti like all this conflict and strife consistently the Beatles music is still about love despite like all that stuff yeah. going on which is like what this movie's about and it's why that i mean uh, not there was when this came out only uh, two of the Beatles were still alive but they lo- they liked this they they yeah. liked this movie they liked the interpretation of their songs and what they were doing with it and i think that's like the biggest testament to like hey if you like did whether you like it or not if they like did it right with the like original like meaning and purpose and intent Mm -hmm. if the people are like yep good job um thumbs up good job yeah that's that's a solid endorsement yeah um before that he says the most unhinged set of sentences i've ever heard spoken aloud during the scene he says we're navigators we're aviators we're eating taters masturbating alligators bombardiers we got no fears won't shed no tears we're pushing the frontiers of transcendental perception what does any of that unhinged and unhinged <laughs> and i was like yep Raven, you were drugs. definitely tripping on acid multiple times in your stop life. trying to put logic to it <laughs> just have fun I just, just enjoy the ride yeah uh fun fact the advent of filmed like filmed presidential debates on national television is partially attributed to or JFK winning the presidency against Nixon yeah. is partially attributed to presidential debates starting to be aired on television. Because he's a be- he's a better he he looks better. He yeah he physically has a more That's... visually appealing face. Um, but also like his bo- like in the like body language like body language experts. Um, like one of the things that they talk about a lot is like eyebrows and how like the lowered like kind of furrowed huh. brow um is often perceived to like show concern um about like an issue or just like whatever the subject of like topic of discussion is um and jfk like i don't know if his, if his eyebrows points. are kind of just natural like that but he often he often did have that like sort of furrowed brow and like it was like they off like a lot of people He's talk about how he was perceived as being like oh he just really cares about the american people he really cares about these issues and stuff like that and all of that kind of like played in tandem um and people think that like that contributed to him winning the presidency because he just seemed more appealing to the american people over television than richard nixon did which like thank wish richard nixon had never been president in the first place but here we are um <laughs> Uh, 
Also, what do you just think about the song? The song Across the Universe? I think it's fun. I, yeah. I actually really liked it. Yeah, I thought... Mm-hmm. Um, like the melody and like the... And I think uh, Jim Sturge just does an incredible job at it. Yeah. Ooh, Fiona Apple has a cover in it. Ooh. And Rufus Wainwright and Evane- Evanescence. Oh, incredible. Um, so... Oh, I love this song. The vibe that I get from this song... And I love this version, of this cover of the song. Yeah, I agree. Um, the vibe that I get from this song, especially hearing the Beatles version, um, like how you were talking about feeling small within the universe and like understand, like under getting a sense of one's own smallness, specifically also like the imagery of water that they use in the song really makes me think of like waves in the ocean, um, like crashing against you and how they say like, nothing's going to change my world. Like my thoughts are like endless, like words are like endless rain falling into a paper cup, which like obviously a paper cup being, pummeled with endless rain is eventually going to like soak through and dissolve and break apart and the water's just going to go everywhere but specifically i get the imagery of like drifting in the ocean where like waves are crashing around you but of course like if we apply like physics theory right like you stay in place like we all do yeah you stay in place and the wave moves across you you know and so and I hate to interrupt you, but I literally pulled not one, not two, but three tiny ass spiders off my neck. That's disgusting. And I'm not okay. <laughs> what the? I'm so fuck? sorry for you. <laughs> what a. I don't. Okay. My skin feels wrong. As it should. Continue. <laughs> Ocean waves. I agree. How just staying still and going across you. I agree, Raven. Yeah. I am not okay. Cheers. <laughs> but <laughs> cheers. But how they say, like, again, with the between the imagery of water and the refrain of, like, nothing's going to change my world, it gives me the image of, like, just floating out in the sea and letting the waves wash against you and wash through you and knowing that even though it feels like you're moving, that you are not, that you are stable and the world is moving around you. Um, and I think, again, there is a sense of, like, kind of going back to what I was saying earlier, I think there's a sense of peace that one can find in that and understanding that I am just here and history is happening around me. Time, society, the world, events are happening around me and I can interact with what I want. I can engage with what I want. Um, Obviously some things directly impact me, you know, and I'll be forced to engage or something like that. But at the end of the day, I'm simply here and the, and the waves of time are just crashing against me. Um, And, I think like that, like taking that message from the song within the context of this narrative can help bring some order to the chaos that like Jude and many of the other characters are feeling in this time of what the shit ever, like all this stuff is happening. The war is going on. There's riots, there's protests, there's everything. Like, where can I be effective? Where can I impact change? Where can I be meaningful or useful or or matter at all in this um and i think being able to see that bigger picture of like i'm just here and the universe just exists and these things are just happening i think can allow you to kind of like step away and let yourself not or help yourself not get overwhelmed with everything that's happening you know yeah yeah 
here's my thing. Historical so fiction. So he just, like, goes back to America. And I'm just like, is it that easy for someone who's been, for someone who's been deported? Because, like, I know people that have been deported. And it's not that easy to just go. Even on, like, a, also even the like 60s, a tourist so visa. I don't know. Fair. It but is he's 60s. also white from, like, uh, yeah, I was going to say a predominantly <laughs> white country. Um, Fair. It is fine. Fair. Because uh, people he I knew that got deported were African <sighs> and Honduran. Which are very different situations. Yeah. So. Um, I don't know why I just said African like it's a country. Um, Nigerian and Honduran. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm from every continent in Africa. <laughs>